Do we sound good? Yeah, we sound great. I wasn't even there. I wonder if Ian yeah. could make me a singer. Yeah. Could you? Mm-hmm. Are you? Ian is, no, okay, wait a second. Okay, stop. Like, Who's the oh, voice wait, teacher wait, no, here? No, I know, but no. Okay, okay well, beyond, he, no, she I'm can make on, you a real I singer. I am beyond. No, no, no. I am beyond help. Okay, so we're gonna get this. It's recording, right? Okay, I'll, I'll I am beyond help. You cannot teach me, and you cannot face or audio face audio tune my voice enough to make me a singer. Oh, I'm not even challenge thrown down. I'll add, I'm not here, I'll add some auto tune on okay, your voice. So, and then so it'll be the fun. best song I can sing is Amazing Grace. Okay. You need to come to my house and we're going to have a little lesson. <laughs> if you can make gonna, me a singer, you're going to walk out and you're going to be converted. <laughs> if you can make me a singer, I'll give you a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars, but I'll make a million dollars and I'll give it. Yeah. If you can make me a singer, I'll give you the first million dollars I make wow, as a that's singer. Like- I, hefty deal. You are such a liar today, so you need to go home <laughs> right now. I'm not even joking because I you would not. Okay, because I, I say that because like, you would never make me a singer. <laughs> See, I, I that, that, I, that's a challenge from down to me. That's a, uh, okay, dude, I totally want to do it. I will never be giving you a million dollars because you could not for, make me a first, singer. First of all, you cannot sing the way that you speak. Uh-huh. And I, okay. I'm, I'm going to give you a little quick tutorial and then okay. we need to get going here. So. <laughs> If if I were in Iowa, we speak here. And if I were to sing where I speak, I would sound like this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. If I were to talk where I sing, people would think I was the weirdest person on the planet. (laughs) So I talk about how you create your space. And then even though I've had mango, what is it called? Mango LaCroix. I can... (laughs) I would instead I'll try not I'll try not to belch here (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday to you happy or instead of not very good so so it's it's a placement thing it's opening your throat Okay. It's doing and and I can teach you that and I will guarantee you and I'm not giving you my first million dollars cuz <laughs> turn the camera off. I do have a million. I do have a million dollars. Um, <laughs> yes. Take a bow, take a bow, take a bow. Um uh well, give or take. Uh, maybe not after buying a house. Um <laughs> but you will sound better. Okay. I rest on my case. There we go. If we June can teach me how to sing and then Ian can Face tune my voice, auto tune my voice. <laughs> Ian's, Ian's going to come hook up my sound system. He's he's going to let us have surround yeah. sound and whatnot. We'll pay. <laughs> but Ian, even though I have a million dollars, I'm not giving you my million dollars. It's okay. Come and hook up my sound system. It's good. good. All right, cool. I wasn't expecting that. So good. It's good because you weren't going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to okay. have to do a little more. Now for we know that. your secret. Well, we should sell her a tea. You need one of you need a gold revere t-shirt. I hate t-shirts. It's only only a million dollars. What about crewnecks? What, what? Like a sweatshirt crewneck style with no hood. Oh, crew neck? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Like how much though? A million dollars. Yeah. No. It'll be signed by Ian and Akash. It's only no. a million. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, it, it'll be like I think like 35 or 40. Because 35 of which which it's very it's very million, good 35 quality. to 40 million i would need dollars. to see this first yeah i'll show you okay 
Actually, I spent more than that for this shirt. So I would actually, I do. Yeah, I actually do really need. A, oh, hey, I never said this to you, by the way. Speaking of so random today, I know. Aren't we? Speaking of, I yeah. did not go to your graduation party because I was very, very, very. I sick. remember that. I yeah, but I was very sick. sick. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember you being sick. That's, okay, that's good. Oh, I was like, yeah. I felt so terrible, and I no, and okay. I was like, I need. I was gonna message you after the party. I didn't want to message you before, and then I was just sleeping. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pretty hard so to do. yeah, I felt terrible because I was actually I I was gonna go to Chicago that day because I wanted to see Jason Nash, and then you're, it was during the same time as your party, and I was like, oh, Ian's party, Jason Nash, and then I got sick and I didn't even have to make the decision. Nice. You know what? She went to Jason Nash. <laughs> 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 Shut up! I'm gonna Sarah, why the front row? Oh, dude, busted! <laughs> Oh, June. (laughs) Anyway, subject change. What are we talking about today? The Banowitz Podcast. How serious and professional we are at Banowitz Marketing. We are so serious and professional. Yep. Just with your marketing. Uh, Oh, dear Lord. Okay. So today we're talking about business leadership, which June is our business leadership in-house expert teaching extraordinaire well thank you very much for saying that i appreciate that and we are a little full of giggles today but we are still very professional it's a friday afternoon so we can be relaxed hot outside and yeah yeah, all of that so yeah a little bit about that and uh, um i'll just give a, a brief synopsis here the better part of my career i've spent in in education and um i think along with teaching what I really believed in. And this is even, and Ian was, is with us today too, Ian Crumley, who I'll talk here in a little bit. But one of the first things he and I talked about the other day is that it's so incredibly important to not only be passionate about what you do, but to be able to exhibit, exhibit why you're passionate about mm-hmm. what you do. And so that's what I got to do. And it was a time in my life to turn the page and find another chapter. But the the segue, the connection to that was that I just really have always had um, in my heart, uh, speaking of passion, of developing leadership teams. I really see the real results and what happens with an organization when you have in place people who are are willing to step up the plate and to lead. And leading isn't necessarily about... Um, I think like we call 20th century top-down format, but the concept of servant leadership and really engaging people in what's going on and encouraging others to be a part of and to hear their um, um, hear about their strengths because that makes an organization the stronger as well. So, Well, so it's interesting too because people would probably be like well why is a marketing company getting into business leadership it's not necessarily that we're getting into business leadership it's just mm-hmm. a, it's just a facet that i found um that if you struggle with your marketing you may you may possibly have um some leadership things to work on too that need no, okay let me rephrase that it's not necessarily that if you struggle with your marketing it's that uh i'm very committed to not doing i'm very committed to not f- doing false 
advertising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to market your company in such a way, you need to be able to provide those services or products to your customer the way that we're marketing it. And oftentimes that comes down to a business business leadership issue that then having someone in house to help with that um, is very important to me. I think that's, you know, and and I think the other part of that too, Sarah, is that generally a company that is excited or enthusiastic or is even seeking marketing, the obvious reason for that is because they want to grow their business. Yes. And so it's also prudent to not look at, okay, now we're going to grow your business, but okay, let's take a step back here for a minute and let's take a look at your operational excellence. Yes. Do you really have everything in place within the confines of your business so that your business is ready and set to take off and grow? And I believe that's one of the things that Banowitz Marketing really has to offer to other companies out there is our ability, um, our independent contractors who come in and are able to look at a business and ascertain, they're able to see, hmm, can we encourage you to tweak this area of what's transpiring, what's going on in your business? And oh, by the way, we have the systems in place and the personnel in place to help you do those very things. Which it comes down to business development then too. Um, because, and I'm very, I'm self-aware enough to know that your business does not grow based solely on marketing. It's growing on the other things that you put in place too. Um, marketing is, is at its very core is just communication. Mm -hmm. And so do you have something to communicate that people want to hear? And, and, and so business development comes down with like, you know, personal development, you know, like I could teach someone to. Like if we just get down to bare, you know, brass tacks here, like I could teach someone how to um, uh, present themselves if we were if if themselves was their company, present themselves in a way that people want to resonate. But if you don't have the right things to say, if you haven't developed personally to the point where you have things to say that people want to hear, then it doesn't, you know, the way you communicate is not going to be that important because you're just going to communicate you know, like if you're self-centered and you're just always talking about yourself, people are not going to want to hear about that. So that comes back to development and personal development and growth. And we need to realize, accept, and actually be excited about the fact that the world of business is constantly changing. And we can take one of two tacks with that. We can decide, okay, that terrifies me or that intimidates me. And we tend to shut down or you can go, yeah. Yeah. And I want to learn about that. And oh, by the way, I don't have all the answers. And um, each person has their own individual talents. And I can choose to be threatened by that. Or I can choose to welcome that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I can choose to say, because I want to be a lifelong learner, whether I'm 18 or 80 or anywhere in between that I want to learn from all of you. All of us should say that because my my knowledge base is going to be broader. And again, isn't that what happens in a team? Mm-hmm. Isn't that happens when we are leading from a servant leadership standpoint? And really a changing world is just an opportunity for like 
business growth, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about like just recently, like social media advertisements, like it allows like companies kind of like ours to experiment and like come up with their own ways that will like be better than other companies and kind of propel us forward in our own way. Well, one actually kind of interesting thing is that um, for my freshman year of high school, uh, June was actually my teacher. It's kind of weird calling her by I was going to say, is that weird to call me June and not Mrs. Schmidt? <laughs> Mrs. Schmidt was yeah, actually yeah. my, my yeah. choir teacher. Yeah. And uh, just recently, actually, um, I've kind of been interested in the sales side of things of like um, business. And June actually taught me and showed me kind of how to go about it, which is kind of a funny full circle there because yeah, now so she's my I still teacher haven't again. Heard this. Yeah. So this is really, well, and number one, going back a little bit, um, is it your mom? I heard this from multiple sources, but, and June will get embarrassed here, but, <laughs> um, has your mom said, I haven't listen, something about you were a shy kid and June helped bring it out. Like, I'm like, really were you sure. pretty shy? In elementary like, school and middle school? I mean, I was definitely like... Because you're not shy now. I'm not sure. I don't think I like really did anything like throughout like all, every years of school until about sophomore year. I guess halfway through freshman year is when I like really started to like actually do stuff. But like okay. I, I didn't really do anything. So maybe that's... I was, I was reserved. Okay. I guess. Okay. So tell us about that. So you were reserved because you're not... Because you were the lead yeah. in the... You were the lead in the Linmar High School production of Beauty and the Beast, not Beauty and the Beast. Yes, Beauty yeah, and yeah. the Beast. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. I went to see it. I know what I would, you know, but anyway. Beauty and the Beast this year, this past year. Mm-hmm. And you are a part of Gold Revere with Akash. Yeah. You were homecoming king? Yeah. Uh, homecoming candidate. court. I was a candidate. Yeah. Candidate. Oh, you didn't win? No. I thought for sure you would have won. That's <laughs> well, terrible. You. I don't know who won, but you no. should have won. It was a really nice guy one. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I, yeah, very. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it still wasn't Not as nice as so I was. Nice yeah. guy. Okay. Yeah. But we still, obviously, you're not reserved now. No. So what happened freshman year? Well, um, I guess I just, I was kind of like the kid that didn't really like, I didn't hang out with people. I just kind of like sat at home and played video games and then went to school and complained and then went home and played more video games. So like, I, I suppose my freshman year, I did show choir and June was my director for show choir. And that was like the first step that kind of like introduced me to like more uh, a social world, the social environment, like with friends and activities and stuff. And so that was like the first step and just, just the way we went about it with like our different like bonding stuff and like all the activities we did like prior, even like before the show car season even started, like really helped me actually like kind of get so out what did and, june had you do bonding activities yeah so like we so like one of the things was um it's kind of been like a long running tradition but it's called initiation so like one morning early early morning about five thirty. like what is that pillowcases over your heads and beat you with sticks or something i wasn't even there i was in colorado when you guys had that actually so yeah. well um so members who were in the group uh previously come wake you up at like 5 30 in the morning into your house like they come into your room uh, i think the people that got uh, picked me up either did an air horn or they like dropped ice cubes on my shirt i'm not really sure but yeah and um those are things that's probably are pleasantly forgotten yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so um and they we just have a they take us all to one place we all just kind of meet each other play some games 
you know, just get familiarized with uh, with the faces you're going to be seeing for every week for the next six months. So Ian, I have something I have to tell you. Yeah, so, um, so uh, as Ian um, just intimated, um, I had him only when he was a freshman in high school because I retired that year. I graduated. That the kiddos, are, <laughs> that was our, our terminology because uh, yeah, you, you you don't grow older. And so for me that year, um, the show that we did was a very personal show for me because it was the last one I was going to get, have the privilege mm-hmm. of conducting. And so um, as part of a show choir show, you have, you know, choreography, dancing, fast, energy, um, pace of show, whatnot kind of thing. And um, the show that and, and as subsequent shows that Ian's been a part of, the, those shows have all done very, very well. You know, have been very, for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, the the groups at Linmore have, have done very, very well. And um, the song that we did as our ballad that year, where they basically stand and sing, is called This Is Not Goodbye. And so that was my, to them, because one of the things that I've always said as a teacher is that if I couldn't find something to like about somebody as a student, I had no business teaching them, but I just really loved um, the kiddos that I taught. And so for me, that was sort of my um, choral love letter to them, that last crew of kiddos that I got to teach with. And um, there were some solos in that and Ian auditioned for the solo and he sang a solo in that song and Ian I have to tell you yeah, I went back last week I went back to a YouTube video and I watched you sing in the oh song <laughs> so yeah yeah that's yeah. funny yeah he, he yeah so you know he, he had a great voice so you know as as being only his teacher one year and only getting to have just a very small thumbprint in his life it's been really rewarding Mm -hmm. to watch what ian is doing and i know will continue to do and uh yeah that's that that's really exciting to me well and it's exciting to hear that things like that um so obviously with our business leaders what we do is we um I'm waiting for you to nod. Yes. So with our business leaders. Yes. Yes. So what we do is we have all of the bosses wake the employees up in the middle of the night at their house with an air horn. Yeah. And then go and do activities together. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, there's got to be people out there that want to be part of Bandwidth Marketing <laughs> just for that reason, right? I am right? Like completely joking. Uh, no, that's not what goes but on. But we do do activities together. Yeah. And I can see how they tie in and yeah. Well, and I think, you know, and, and Ian's going has already been part of different kinds of organizations. Um, Sarah, you have as well as I, and we can certainly attest to the fact that when you've got an, a cohesive organization, whatever that looks like, and that can take a lot of different, have a lot of different faces, it's just ultimately going to be more successful. And the side part of that is it's just more fun to come to work. Well, when you have people that you like being around exactly. and that you get along with and yeah. that you work together and have similar goals and desires and stuff, just like a show choir team, it's very helpful because yeah. if ever, you know, it helps you put on a great show. And those goals are very clearly laid out. And that's, of course, one of the things that I talk about as I spend time with leadership teams is the concept of seeing and shaping the future. And you have a background with Chick-fil-A because yes, your I husband do. was the owner-operator of yes. the um, first Westdale and Correct. then Coral Ridge and mm-hmm. then Lindale Chick-fil-A. Correct. Um, and so when you look at Chick-fil-A, it is not just marketing. It is a lot 
of business leadership. It, it is. is very strong. In fact, I would say that it's more about business. It's a strong brand mm-hmm. that they hold their brand standards very closely and like highly, but it's a lot of business leadership that that makes Chick-fil-A the way that it is. It is. And before Ian and I go back to what we did the other day, let me just give just a real brief. Um, one of the biggest aha moments for me and learning that I, uh, that's, I have experienced was um, about 20 years ago, Chick-fil-A determined that they needed to study and thus create uh, an innovative leadership model. And so... And it definitely is. An, I mean, that, they succeeded. Yeah, absolutely. And the books and the materials that have been written as a result, and of course, presentations and whatnot, um, have been invaluable. And it's interesting how other companies study Chick-fil-A, you know, what are you doing? We need to study you and we need to be like like that because it works. And I think for me, it's been such a privilege because these gentlemen and women who were at the forefront of doing this, I know them personally mm-hmm. and have sat down and had one-on-one discussions with them. So not only read their books, but know them on a professional and personal level. And so thus it's, it just gives so much credibility to the materials I get to use. So yes, my husband was a Chick-fil-A operator. Yes. I worked in the store for two years, but as a result, I was privy to a lot of information and thus a lot of people that has allowed me to craft, um, the concept of leadership that I now present to people, which I truly Mm -hmm. believe in and used in high school, with the leadership cadre of the kids that I worked at. So, so did that with high school kids who we know are brilliant. High school kids are brilliant. And they know in a New York minute, if you have no idea what you're talking about. So that always um, made me be accountable that I was always studying what I was doing. And then to take those same principles into working with companies and adults, um, while we're talking about, in some instances, a bit of an age differential, the principles remain the same and equally as effective. So, hey, Ian, let's talk about um, what we have started to do with the whole sales um, project and kind of where we are with that. And yeah, what you and I've done is we've sat down and talked twice together. Yeah. So, um, I guess so far you've kind of ran me through, uh, a few like examples and like different, different situations and what answers I would have for client, uh, potential clients, uh, when we're pitching our idea for them to come and be on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's very, I mean, it's very informative. Like, not only am I learning how to communicate with businesses and a professional level, I'm also learning more and more about this company, actually, and what we stand for and, like, why we are able to compete with other marketing companies and why we're actually sometimes better in other departments. And it's it's really informative. I, mm-hmm. It's extremely interesting for And me. it goes back to the passion thing too, doesn't it, Ian? Mm-hmm. You know, again, back to the, the servant leadership thing. One of the things the servant leadership does is that he or she embodies the values. Yep. And if you recall, as we sat down both times that we talked about what are the values of this company. That's right. That's right. And you've just intimated that, that those values set... Banowitz Marketing apart from other mm-hmm. companies because of the things that we can offer. 
So we even talked about one of the very first things yesterday that we talked about was, um, I said to you, I commend you because you were. Oh gosh. On time. Oh yes, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Just how valuable that is when you're going to meet with a client (laughs) that you are on time. It's the little things. It's the, I had you practice your. Handshake. (laughs) Your handshake. Yeah. We did a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And um, what else did I have you practice for me? Essentially just, uh, I mean, introducing myself, Mm -hmm. making them feel like they're comfortable in the conversation and they're, they're kind of the ones in control and we're the ones that are here to serve them and give them an opportunity. I love this. And so this is the first time I'm hearing this because I was in Ohio for a conference all week and left these two to work on this. And Mm -hmm. so this is exciting. This is, yeah, very nice. But not only, as we talked about at the very beginning of this cast, did we talk through these particular things. We got ready to go and we had materials and talked about, you know, looked at the materials and, and, and whatnot and what each, the value and the significance of the materials. But um, then it was, as we're going out the door, Ian says to me, so you're going to make the presentation and I'm going to mo- watch, right? And I said, sure. But <laughs> with, with the thought no. that I wanted Ian, that it was going to be a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm on this. So, um, talk a little bit about that, Ian. Yeah. So how'd that go? Yeah, it was actually, I mean, going into it, I was extremely nervous just cause I mean, understandable. it's a limitless playing field. You never know what they're going to ask or what's going to actually happen, like how they're going to react to like what we say. But I mean, we went in there and uh, June kind of introduced the, uh, the idea of them being on a podcast, but then had me explain really like what the podcast was and had me explain all the materials in the folder. And I felt like, I mean, once I was in the situation, it became like 10 times easier just to like talk about, I guess what, what we are. Yeah. What we are, what we represent. And I think finally, one of the things that we talked about um, yesterday that I think is comforting and gives one confidence is you are going to be asked questions Mm -hmm. that you don't know the answer to. That's not the expectation here. And so what did we sort of come up with that was the important thing to share with a client when that comes up? Yeah, it's, it's good and valuable to them to admit that you don't know the answer and not try to make something up on the spot that doesn't actually answer their question. Mm -hmm. But it's also just as valuable to let them know that you are going to find the answer for them and let them know. Excellent. And not not leave it open in the Well, and what's really amazing about this, and this goes down to business leadership um, training, is how, and everyone working together, is the fact that I had communicated that with you, but I'm not a good teacher, and you're the teacher. And so you were able to compile this, and because I know that Ian now, the way he's talking, he had a better experience in learning how to do this coming from you than from me. And I learned from you. Yeah. And you so learned, you've and given me yeah. the information. So you like with your teaching and skills you. and everything, you took that and then you were able to pass it off to Ian, which I can tell just by the look on his <laughs> face and the way he's communicating this is that he, uh, it sounds like you had a really strong foundation the, yeah. talking about the, well, I wouldn't have even thought to talk about the, um, the company, um, values and goals 
at that point in time, because Ian's already been an employee of Bandwidth Marketing for a year now, and so mm-hmm. I wouldn't even consider that, but that was key. That is actually key yeah. because as he goes out, he needs to be able to communicate that with other people very well, and I wouldn't have even, then, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have even thought to do that. So that right there is an example of the business leadership that we're talking about. Companies we need needing. to tell our story, and we need to let our clients tell their stories. Yeah. Um, so, cause we want to be able, it's, it's very important to all of us to connect with our clients. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. And yeah. before we end this podcast, I do want to, this is a big topic and we'll just touch on it. Um, but, um, and if anyone wants to learn more, they're going to have to reach out and talk to us because this is really exciting. Um, so June, um, and I actually did a business leadership mini conference yes. for one of our clients recently, mm-hmm. and it's essentially taking what she's helping Ian with here um, in his one area. But um, really, it's not just sales. It's just in general, what are the needs of the client and how can we help train them in that area? Um, And so that was really exciting. So it was a four hour mini conference that we did just for the leadership team at one of our clients um, businesses. um, We did it during a period of time when they had the ability to get together and um, be together as a leadership team for four to five hours. That was amazing, wasn't it, Sarah? It was exciting. It really Um, was. I worked on providing the hospitality for that, Mm -hmm. and June worked on the teaching for that. So we brought in food for it. Um, Mm -hmm. We actually had Biagi's drop-off food, so Mm -hmm. they had a full meal from Biagi's. It could have been anywhere, but that's where I chose. Mm -hmm. Um, We had some team bonding experiences. We had team bonding. That was particular to them. Uh, And not stupid ones. I think everyone everyone had a lot of fun with that, too. And I got to participate in that. Yeah, I made you because we had an odd number so I was like it was great (laughs) it was great I'm so glad I got to do that yeah I I even mentioned that in a meeting with uh, this particular group yesterday and they kind of smiled (laughs) you know and and the other part of that is Sarah because we in in this instance were so attuned or and are so attuned to their pain points the the areas in which they need to grow as a Mm -hmm. company that we were able to tailor what we presented yeah. That was exclusive, maybe not exclusive, but it certainly was applicable it was, to them. It wasn't a general, like you could just, like this week I was at a Mm-mm. conference, it was a general business, you know, marketing conference or whatever. This wasn't that. This was very much four hours of a shot in the arm of things that we, because we've been working with this client for a while, right. you know, and good takeaways. so good takeaways that they could directly apply um, at this point in time in their business. And, and, and so. I think the biggest thing for them, as we've noticed, as we've met with them too, is they They've become more verbal. They are now interacting more. Just going back to what I talked about initially was that they are taking more of a personal stake in what's going on and feeling like their voice is being heard. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 just crucial. That was one thing that I did notice that um, because we we do June works and um, does about 15 to 20 minutes of business leadership with them at each one of their um, weekly meetings. But having that four hour block of time that was just focused on it, it did give more time for communication to open up the door to just like talk. And absolutely. And And if I just also interject here too, Sarah, um, having again, going back to the having come from the educational field. Um, I am all about application. Mm -hmm. I am not about going to a meeting or presenting a meeting and people walking out and gleaning nothing from it. I always want to make sure that I tailor those presentations, interactive or whatever it happens to be, 
so that that leadership team, those individuals have um, material, have concepts, they can walk away and they can say, okay, tomorrow I can implement this into what I'm doing. Well, I can see that with what you did with Ian, because I knew that you guys were going to get together for one meeting while I was gone. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you got together for two and then you guys went out, because when you first told me that a few minutes ago before we started podcasting, I was like, wait, you already went out? I was surprised by that. That was, but the fact that you did it and then you just right away, like, let's go out there and meet with someone was excellent. That was... Well, thank you. We we enjoyed it, yeah. and it, yeah. and I just and I, I want to let Ian talk here, but I know from a personal standpoint, it's very rewarding to watch yeah. people grow and do. So go. I mean, go it to. feels rewarding to like be able to grow, especially. I mean, I think going out and immediately acting on what I've just learned in like a kind of textbook sense, like this is what you do, this is what you do. I mean, you can you can learn so much from that, but actually going out and doing it is completely different. I mean, you learn so much from actually doing. And you get less scared, don't you? You do, but yeah. I mean, it helps you. I mean, and you yeah. have experience with June, Mrs. Schmidt, from even <laughs> from high school too, because yep. this isn't just something that happened the past week or two. This is, that did happen, yes, but also because you have a longer history, um, you know, because he just graduated, Ian just graduated, so four years ago she had you guys going out and doing right away you had to get on stage you had to do the show choir so it wasn't just textbook you actually had to go do the stuff and as a result i mean i had no idea that you were like more reserved in elementary and middle school because to me i've only known you from that period Uh onward and i'm like i think june mentioned or something you being reserved i'm like or your mom saying you were reserved or something and i was like what like that wasn't (laughs) the i'm like what that's that's not the ian that i know (laughs) like when did that happen (laughs) But to have, so not only can we see the impact of leadership from just the last week or two, but the impact of not just June, but, you know, your parents and everybody yeah. too, yeah. the impact that leadership and mentors have on someone to the fact that where you were able to go on and um, be on the homecoming court, be mm-hmm. the beast and the, be the lead in the production and have Gold Revere, which you told us, Gold Revere has like, what, 30,000 listeners a month? 30,000 monthly listeners. 30,000 monthly listeners. It's pretty cool. So... And so you've just heard a snapshot of what we do here at Banowitz Marketing. And those are things that we would love to be able to do with and for you. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely reach out to us. And um, if you want to know more information, if you'd like to be on our podcast, reach out to us for that too. Um, You can schedule online actually at BanowitzMarketing.com and we will talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Bye.